This podcast is made possible by our sponsors, The Interchange Bench and Vital Smarts. Feeling bullied or harassed by other people, but lacking the ability to confront the situation safely? Developing your crucial conversation skills will give you the tools to talk when the stakes are high. Giving you the confidence to speak up in even the toughest situation. Visit vitalsmarts.com.au. Welcome to another episode of the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast, the little bonus ep we do every week with Caroline Wilson and Corrie Perkin to tip the footy. I'm producer Jane Neild. And our top five in the Don't Shoot the Messenger tipping competition in the number five spot, Lizzie Watson tipped five. Jane Lubinus is in number four. Louise Newton had a good one. Number three spot tipped six. Gee, that's good. Yeah. Michelle Jenke, number two, tipped seven. I don't say Hugh's Hugh, on top. Not number one. Oh, stop oh. it. <laughs> I'm so, I am over this kid. Listen, <laughs> for, seriously. Those, for those who have just chimed in and you don't know who Hugh is, it's Miss Jane, our producer's five-year-old son. Who, if he wins the footy tipping comp this year, you know what? What I'm did he tip this hanging week? Hanging up my tipping boots. He tipped eight. Oh. <laughs> did he, t- he didn't tip Fremantle. He did. I, I swear, this week, I was like, well, we've talked him up a bit now. I might have to do a bit of, and I'm like, seriously, Huey, Frio, nah. And then he tried to tip Carlton. I was like, really? Do you really want it? Can he, I? Can I? You talked I have... him out of tipping Carlton. No, he tipped them. He refused to so take. So who did he get wrong? Swans. He tipped, he tipped, didn't tip Richmond. No. Oh, I'm completely over him now. <laughs> um, do I have your permission to ask Huey who's going to win in the fifth at Flemington on Saturday? Well, oh. Simon, my partner, is uh, trying to make him some sort of an oracle, you know, like the Olympic Games. They get an octopus in a jar and say, oh, who's going <laughs> to... Oh, no, yeah, let's make cup. money out of the kid. Yeah, let's go. Let's go and get a two blank midweek lotto form to get Huey to fill. So, Huey, just do it. Go your random best, yes, Huey. Up to you, Hugh. Just whatever you reckon. I'm happy to give him half. But I got to say, getting your kids into tipping. Look, I'm a little, you know, anxious about the whole sort of oh, gambling side of it. But it does no, excite them, and it's a fun family thing to it do. Is. Although, beware, because I took Will to my son Will to his first race meet when he was about eleven or twelve with the ponies. You know, he hasn't looked back, and now he works for Godolphin. <laughs> so what can I say about taking your boys tipping? No, it's not too late to join, though. As you said, it's, it's a great little family thing to do, and everyone uh, hangs on the results of the round. Now, Miss Jane, would you like now. to tell Caro and I how we went this Yeah, give us a bad round? news. Corey, okay. I think, did, but would have done better than me. Of course uh, I did. I did appallingly. I tipped three. Corey. Yes, thank well, you. You tip five. You're now in the 111th spot. Oh, wow. I'm coming down. <laughs> wow. Cara, you tipped four and you're now at 54 out of uh, around about 150 people. So that's not too bad. Oh, well. Yeah, is it I too can... late for people to join our no, footy you tipping comp? And you get the away teams, I think, is how it works. So you can still join. So although it's we're coming up to around six potties, don't forget you can join in if you want to. We'd love to have your company. It's a bit of fun. There's a, and there's a, there's a bit of a prize at the end, although it looks like Hugh's got that stitched up. <laughs> a lot can change. Instead of giving the case of champagne, we'll have to think of something else. Maybe <laughs> spot books from the bookshop. This is this is, this is is a festival of football. And so there's a day off and then there's more footy again on Wednesday. So tonight, yes, April the 24th, uh, in case you're listening to this a little bit later, it's Richmond versus Melbourne at the MCG. Tigers will win that game. By how many points? By 22 points. Ooh. 
what can you say about Melbourne, Caro? Oh, what they've an been... absolute debacle. Look, you know, and, and the way the season's going, they'll turn around and win. On oh, Jared, games, Waitley, but... Jared Waitley asked a really interesting uh, uh, question the other night on his footy show. He said, is Melbourne too easily satisfied? Is that what happened at the end of last year? Well, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot to be said about that. And Paul Ruse suggested on Radio and 3AW on Monday that um, – They'd actually not come back in good shape. Oh, it's not shocking. not just Stephen May, their new big recruit, but a lot of them. I'm going to say Richmond by 29 points, Miss Jane. I'm going to tip the Tigers as well by 32. On Anzac Day, of course, the traditional uh, rivals Essendon and Collingwood. This is seventh playing fourth at the MCG. I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Look, it never – a bit like Hawthorne-Geelong, the, the games are exclusive to the outside competition, but Collingwood are a really formidable team this year. Um, they've had the extra day and they will win. I'm going the pies as well, Jane. I'm going to tip the pies too. On Friday, Port Power at the Adelaide Oval host North Melbourne. Eh, I'm just going to say right now, <laughs> yep. North have got no chance. Power for me. Power. Yeah, I think I think Port Adelaide are looking really good now. So I will say Port Adelaide as well. Dirty football, Corrie. They play dirty. <laughs> and, don't, and, mind, don't mind a bit of dirty And football. It, not dirty is the way you would think. Go on, Jane. On Saturday, this should be a good game too. Uh, the Gold Coast Suns at Metricon take on the Brisbane Lions. You've been uh, hot on the Lions all year, Caro. Is it mm, going to continue? They've let me down badly. But no, they'll <laughs> come back and beat the Gold Coast this week. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, oh, gee, I've just scribbled out Gold Coast. I'm going to go Brisbane, actually. I'm going to go for the Suns. Uh, St Kilda take on the Adelaide Crows. Saints in the number two spot on the oh, ladder. Look, Who would have thought? This is this is the um, the crunch one for me. You know what? I'm going for the Saints. And I'm going for the Saints. And oh. Saints for me as well. Wow, you're all, I, I thought I was going out on a limb. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I think the Crows well, had a big win on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, but Crows but, are 12th. Like, it's, they've got to put a few more back to No, back. we still don't quite believe in the Saints, but we will if they win well, this weekend. I think weekend. we have to. Sydney, take on the GWS Giants. Is this what they call the Battle of the Bridge that no one well, actually gets excited about? The Giants <laughs> tried to call it that and Sydney didn't like it. It's just, uh, it's a, they're crosstown rivals and the GW, GWS will win. I'm going Sydney, funnily enough. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to go for the Giants. She's going to regret that. Uh, the Dockers mm, off the back of that now. amazing win on the weekend at Optus Stadium. So at home, take on the Western Bulldogs. Frio oh. for me. Uh, yeah, Bulldogs have been so disappointing. And um, yeah, Frio. And Frio for me as well. On Sunday, can Corrie's Hawks save a little bit of face? Against the Blues. Now, we mentioned last week there was grown men crying when uh, Carlton got pipped by about two points. I think there was more tears on the weekend when, when they, they actually... finally won and kicked over 100 points. And Oh, look, it was, it, was, it was fantastic. Great for the competition. Great for Bolton. Great for Patrick Cripps and Sam Walsh, their great new player. Um, no, look, I don't think the Blues can beat Hawthorne. Hawthorne will win that one. Hawthorne will win that one, Jane. And it's in Tassie. I'm actually going to go for Carlton because I feel a little bit excited for them. And the Cats wrapping up the round in the number one spot on the ladder at GMHBA Stadium at home. There will be a lot of love in that stadium as they take on the West Coast Eagles. I'm going the Catters. This is a tough one. The Cats it, is got t- beaten. it is tough, actually. You're they right. They got beaten by Greater Western Sydney. No, you know what? I'm going Eagles. I'm with you, Caro. I'm actually going to go the Eagles. I reckon mm. they might have... Uh, hmm. We need Tom Hawkins <laughs> to kick more than one goal. That's what we need.
interesting. Oh, he's having stuff. he's having a lovely time with all with that great new Ford setup they've got, Corrie. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for Tom. Well, there it is. That is round six, as you mentioned, Carrie. It has been a feast of footy over Easter, and then with Anzac Day. Um, so we'll all be a bit exhausted by this time next week, I think. We will be, but isn't it fantastic? We love it, Jane. (laughs) And don't shoot the messenger, gals. Hi, I'm Ann Summers. Hello, this is Laura Tingle. Hi, this is Leanne Moriarty. I'm Jen Harper. Hi, I'm Marcus Suzak. I'm David Ma. Join me on The Book Pod. I hope you can join Corey Perkin and I on The Book Pod. I would have been any one of the famous five. I just wanted to have those sorts of adventures because, believe me, nothing like that happened in suburban Caulfield. Always, no matter how abstract the issue, you have to find the narrative and you have to find characters and around those you build the story. You know, some authors take a decade to write a book. I would miss the meeting the readers. And I think also people often completely underestimate if something is easy to read, they think that means it's easy to write and it's absolutely not. It's such a skill. Subscribe to the book pod. Subscribe to the book pod. In your favourite podcast app. Wherever you listen to podcasts.